Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. And now a word from our sponsors. You guys, I'm really excited about this one. Angela Vorpal, she was on our podcast the first year of its existence. She's talking all about how to position yourself for a job in big law out of law school and what that process looks like. She's a former big law associate herself. She graduated in the top 1% of her law school class and is now a full-time law school strategy coach teaching law students the techniques and action steps to know before law school begins so that you can craft your study strategy to compete for top grades. And you guys, she's putting on a free 1L masterclass for anyone who is headed into law school this cycle. The free masterclass will cover the three must-haves for a killer law school strategy and the three biggest lies that stop you from getting the grades before you even start. So if you guys are looking to cut through the, I have no idea what the heck I'm doing that so much of us feel heading into 1L year and really show yourself what you're capable of, then be sure to check out Angela's free 1L Masterclass. The link to sign up is literally www.1lmasterclass.com slash join. Also, that'll be in the show notes. and welcome back to Ladies Who Law Podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Sam. And this week, guys, we have a episode for you that comes straight from our personal experience. Today, we're going to talk about something that isn't super bubbly and happy and exciting and fun like we usually try to talk about. But today, we're going to talk about depression after the bar and how you feel after you take the bar exam, and also how other people that we've read online feel. So with that being said, I'm going to ask you, Samantha, how are you feeling after we're two weeks out from taking the February 2023 bar exam? How are you feeling? So I guess as a comparison to July, because I feel like it was different, but kind of the same in different ways. So I would say that in July, when I, after I took it, I was like in a very deep, dark hole (laughs) for like, I feel like two weeks, three weeks after the bar or more, Mm -hmm. honestly, even my paralegal told me like, you know, like last time you were so like depressed, (laughs) like you were so like your demeanor was just different, you know? Yeah. So that's one thing. Even other people realized, right? Like I was just down. I was not myself. Um, it it's just, it was just tough knowing like 
also, I guess a part of me maybe felt like defeat because maybe deep down I knew like, I don't know, maybe it wasn't going to go my way. I don't know, you know? Yeah. Um, But then this time around, um, I felt, of course, I feel like it's, it's a different kind of struggle. Like right now it's, I think it's situational, like anger, you know, like when you have to retake the bar, unless you're very lucky and you get, you know, like someone to help you out to live, um, yeah. you know, it can be really hard financially, emotionally, um, especially cause, well, I'm in a relationship with someone who also had to retake the bar. So that was like a double whammy of just like, oh my gosh, we don't have any income and trying yeah. to live. Cause you know, like it wasn't expected. Um, so I think that is stressful and it stress, stressful situations can cause, you know, feelings of emptiness and the rest that goes along with it. Um, so I think that's the difference now, you know, like there's things that I know, like situations that are causing me to be down, not necessarily the exam though, you know, like I'm glad that's over. Yeah. So you might say that you still feel a little bit more upset, maybe, you know, not to say sad or not to say angry because I feel like it was different both times, but you definitely feel something after the exam. Yeah. And like, Last time, I didn't know if I had passed or failed at that point, you know? Yeah. And then this time, like, I've already not passed in my jurisdiction once, right? So, like, just the impending, like, what if also, like, messes with your head, I think, as a retaker. Absolutely. Um, because there's all the things that you're like, I don't want to be broke forever. Like, I can't, this is not sustainable, you know? Um Yeah. So it's like those kinds of things that make me upset, I guess, you know? Absolutely. No, I I totally get it. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners do too. It's already such a financial commitment to go to law school. Um, Many people don't work the summer or before they study for the bar exam. And with that comes no income. And it can be really hard and it's it's a struggle. And yes, people who, you know, have other people to depend on and lean on, it's great. But I know so many people who use up so much of their savings to study and retake this test. So you're not alone. And, you know, I, I think it's great, though, that you can recognize, right, like how you felt before and now it's different but you do feel like the test and you don't feel the depression maybe let's say or the the sadness about the test as you did last time yeah it's just it's it's just i guess the concept of the freaking test in general like you know like yeah damn it's just it, angry had, you know like oh i can't believe yeah. i had to do that again now i have to wait for results and i'm stuck in this like limbo of i don't know what's going on in my life i think that's the, another thing like I hate the unknown. I'm always a planner, mm-hmm. always happy, yeah. just like you are. Um, yeah. So like the unknown is like stressful to think about because it's like, I don't know the next months of my life necessarily what they look like, you know? For sure. 
No, I totally, yeah. I mean, I think uh, after I left the test this time, I did feel different, like you said, than last Mm -hmm. time. But I think that there's this idea that post-bar depression is a Mm -hmm. thing. And depression can show up in a lot of different ways in people, you know, whether it's, you know, being really tired um, or being, you know, kind of feeling misplaced. For me, and I know you too, took off a lot of time before work. So coming back to work, it was a little different. It was, you know... I don't know. Like you just miss things and you're like just trying to kind of make your way back into uh, the office and how, you know, getting work again and everything like that. So I definitely felt, you know, good, but at the same time, I feel like you let your mind wander. Like you said, you know, you start to think about the what ifs and you just kind of can freak yourself out really quickly. And you know, on Thursday of this past week, I was sitting uh, in my boss's office and we were like talking about something. He's like looking at something and I'm just looking at, for some reason, I was like, I wonder if there's another post out there that says the exact day bar results are going to come out. And I'm looking and of course, like there's nothing, but I see the statistics and it just made my heart kind of sink because it wasn't good. And it made me really anxious. And then the thoughts started to flood back in. And yeah, I mean, that's anxiety and depression. They're a cycle. And I think that, you know, like you said, the unknown, us being such planners, that gives us this weird feeling. You know, I we are not doctors. We wouldn't be able to clinically say what it is, but we know it's some kind of weird feeling. And yeah. it, it can definitely make you feel down. For sure. And I will say that I did go to my doctor last week because I was having, um, I don't know if I said this on the podcast when we talked about the taking the bar, but I was really sick when I took the bar. Um, yeah. This last time. And I guess I had some like residual healing in my lung that was happening. Um, so I went to go get that checked out. And of course, she's asking, like, so how are you, how's your mood? You know, like, because I, you know, I'm medicated and I was like, you know what? It's the same, but it's just situational. And she said that that's totally normal in these kinds of like times that, you know, she didn't have to like up my medicine or anything, you know, she's like, it's it's, the situation around you. Like it's okay. So yeah. And she assured you it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Also I was like, I'm a hypochondriac, so I was in there for like everything. I was like, also, I need you to like look at the rash on my hands and like this and like this. It's great. She's like, you're okay. I promise you're okay. She's no, like, she told I, me, you I, need to calm down. You're like, I just have a lot of free time now. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> also, I mean, that's a part of it too, right? Like all of a sudden you're, it's like you're running, you're running, you're running. And then you go through the finish line and you kind of slow down and you look around and then it's supposed to be over and everyone's like, okay, go back yeah, to your just, normal life. Yeah. And, and the thing what is, is that? Too, like, 
unless it's you, right? That take it like everyone around you is like, so how'd it go? How'd it go? Or when are results? When are, you know, when do you find out? And it's just like, oh my God, I just wish everyone would shut up for one second. Like, I don't know. I just took the test two weeks ago, you know? So yeah, no, for sure. We've gotten messages. Like we know that we're not the only ones who feel that way. Yeah. And that's why we wanted to talk about it. And as always, Samantha loves to go on Reddit. And honestly, I've been kind of going on there more. There's some funny stuff on there. You know what I mean? Like just about random people and influence. Okay. You know, the whole thing. Okay. But there was this thread and, and kind of theme that we noticed and that Samantha pointed out to me about depression after the bar. Basically, like, I'm feeling like, why didn't anyone tell me that this existed? Like, what is this? Why am I feeling this way? Some people call it this. Some people call it that. Like, is it real? Am I making it up? So with that being said, we just wanted to kind of uh, talk about some of the things people said online and and just kind of, you know, call attention to what other people say because there's so many of us out there. Like, we're not all the same. So... I guess I just want to start off with like this one post that was, it was posted the day after or shortly after this February bar exam. And um, it was just really sad. And I know a lot of people feel like this. So trigger warning, they do talk about mental health and self-harm in this, but I'll skip anything that's too extreme when I read it. So this person was a third time taker and they said they drove home thinking how much easier it would be for a tractor trailer to run them off the road. And basically, you know what that means. Um, And basically this person is a very successful law student. They've won many mock trials, um, actual trials as an intern. Like they've proved themselves that they can do it. And they said like, they're sick to the stomach that the fact that a multiple choice exam, because I guess that's the part that he struggles with, can make him feel like he wants to literally end it all because it's putting such a stop between his dreams of being a lawyer and moving on with life. Cause it, you know, he talks about the financial, that it can destroy your financial health genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> like, not mm-hmm. kidding. Um, you can lose jobs. Um, it's just yeah. very difficult. And I think that post, it got, it got like 322 like upvotes or whatever, which is a lot for that, you know subreddit and everyone was like really supportive in it but also it just a lot of people were like I feel the same way so mm-hmm. I think and it's also the top like if you go on that subreddit it's like the first post that pops up right now um mm-hmm. so what's the subreddit bar exam got it yeah so it was just really sad it and is, like, and I can relate, it, you know, because I definitely felt more like that my first time I took it. 
you know, not so much yeah. this time, but I get where they're coming from. We'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible. Yes, Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries. And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime. Speaking of thrillers, I know you're currently hooked on Never Lie by Frieda McFadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So, if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. No, for sure. It's also just really sad that it has to have such a grip and a chokehold on people to make them feel that way. So, you know, uh, it just breaks my heart because I know like that the profession of law has such a high, you know, rate of suicide and it's, it doesn't have to be that way, you know? So I just, I'm really glad we're talking about this, but this is what someone said. And I feel like this might help people to just kind of take a check of their feelings, you know, but it's like, why am I having such a hard time explaining to people why I'm not super happy and I'm not super, you know, oh my God, it's over, woo, like college or graduation from mm-hmm. law school. It's just not the same thing. And people have a hard time understanding that. And you're not really happy because like we said, you're waiting and it's just, you and don't know like, what to do with yourself. And for anyone, you know, thinking about, oh, well, you could just like get a different job or, you know, whatever. You can go drive for Uber or something. Yeah, but also like if you want to be in the legal community, like you can't just like drop, like if you haven't, you know what I mean? You're not going to just drop yourself out of the legal community to, to, I don't know. That's just my, my take. Well, that's just not the plan. Like yeah. so many of us have a plan and like we're type A, we're in the legal field, we're lawyers. Like you have almost a different type of anxiety than you did before taking the exam, after the exam, you know? Because it's already done. Uh, and, and, and I think one of the things I really realized was how much I didn't know what to talk about with other people, how much I didn't know what was going on in life. And this time I try to be different. I try not to take away things that, honestly, as you know, I love. I love current events, as nerdy mm-hmm. as that is. But it keep, 
kept me kind of sane, I like to think, that it kept yeah. me with like the day of the week and knowing what was going on. And Well, I also yeah. think just along with like taking care of yourself and knowing that like you can't take away the things you love. Like I think both of us this time were like, you know, I'd sleep in a little if I wanted to. We would both work yeah. out. Like, you know, we were just definitely yeah. like doing things that made us happy. But for a lot of people, like they are very isolated and they don't have anyone to chat with or they're not having healthy habits while studying and that can just really set you up for a bad time. Yeah. And I feel like some of those things like eating badly can also not help with your mood and your, the way you feel sometimes it makes you feel like crap, you know? So I totally agree with that. Like, I think that that's something that people don't think about, but is a really big part of this exam is really like taking care of what's on the inside. So it helps everything grow. Mm-hmm. And I guess just the main thing of like sharing this with you guys is because it, it can be really hard to like act like you're super happy. And, you know, we, always want to be super honest with you guys, you know, and it is really hard when you are in this phase of your legal career, you know, and a lot of people have to retake the bar. Um, cause 'cause I think it can, you know, yeah. After the first time you take it, I think, yes, you can have a lot of feelings about it and you can be down about it. But I think the more times you take it, I think, it just gets the anxiety builds. Mm-hmm. Um, at least for my second time, it's just more like the. It feels like everything's on the line. So I think that's all exactly thing, you know. Yeah, and I want to round it out by reading this post because I think it really just sums up exactly what you just said and mm-hmm. how many of retakers feel. Mm-hmm. But. She says, or he says, all I can think about is what I'm going to do if I fail. The what ifs again, right? Because I already failed once and I did my absolute best both times. So I hope I pass this time, but I can't even picture that happening to me. Also, so many of my life plans depend on me passing. I'm just so tired of working so hard and not getting anywhere. Hope it will all be worth it this time. I think that very and hope it'll all be worth it this time. It's just like, oh, it makes your stomach drop to your butt. But I feel it so much. Yeah, that's exactly, I mean, that sums it up because it is, you work so hard. Um, You also deal with a lot of like self-doubt. I think it's inevitable with this test to doubt your abilities as a attorney or as, you know, an individual that has gotten a lot of education yeah. <laughs> you just like, you're like, wait, what the hell? And like, people will tell you like, you know, like, no, the bar doesn't define you, um, X, Y, Z. But at the end of the day, it is the one thing that keeps you from being an attorney. And if yeah, that, you know, it is, it's just a really, it's a tough bar, guys, to pass. It's a tough bar to hop over. <laughs> no, just yeah. Kidding. But actually, like... This isn't limbo. No. I could just shimmy under. Really? Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, guys, as always, we hope that this is helpful. 
For many of you, this might not be something that you need to worry about or think about for quite some time, but for our July bar exam takers, this one's for you. And we just want to remind you guys that you are all worthy of being attorneys. You just have to believe it. Yes. And truly like, and I'm sure you could tell from our last episode, like this time we felt better, I think, because we truly did believe that we deserve to be there and like that we put in the work, you know, like even though last time, like we put in a lot of work, but this time we were so intentional with it, you know? So anyway, guys, if you're taking the July bar, get a healthy routine started, start meal planning all your delicious food that you're going to make at home because eating out is crap. And yeah, (laughs) promise it'll be better. (laughs) Yes. Well, if you like this show, please, it's the biggest compliment and the best thing you can do is recommend us to a friend, share us on Instagram, give us a five-star review if you feel so obliged. We love you guys and we enjoy so much being back and getting to talk to you every week. And of course, all of our links will be in the show notes, our Instagram, some of our partners, and of course, check out Angela's 1L Masterclass. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.